Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. You're in charge today. Okay. What's the, what's, I, I today's, the what's the episode number? What's the episode number? 161. Nice. <laughs> did you watch The Walking and Dead? I watched the episode. Did you watch Talking Dead? Uh, no, I did not. I will admit that one. All right. Normally, I always do. All right. Well, and, you, and I will. It's not that I'm not going to. I will because I love that show. All right. But welcome to Walkers and Talkers. As you know, it's episode 161. I'm David Brody from Elvis Strand, the morning show. And that's Jamie. From Light FM. You guys should know that already. Hello. You guys should be like, oh, it's Jamie from Light FM. We know at the Talking Jamie. She needs followers. Please, Please follow, follow me. Please follow her. The, the poor thing pissed off a coworker and lost an Instagram follower. I know. I didn't do anything. So please... <laughs> Follow her on Instagram. At the Talking Jamie and on Twitter at the Talking Jamie. Um, yeah, so good times. good times. But you watched The Walking Dead. Yes. I'll fill you in on what you missed on Talking Dead. Okay. It was, was a good an episode. Intense episode of talking or walking. Ta- uh, walking. Walking was good. Now it's also this may be an intense episode of the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, I learned something and then learned something else this week about iHeartRadio podcasts. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast on iHeartRadio and you subscribe, we hope you subscribe, you should receive an email letting you know when there's a new episode up. However, those emails go out on Monday, which is of no value to us. I was wondering why I only sporadically get Right, so we record on Tuesdays or Wednesdays usually, last week on Friday. Yeah. Um, and so if you get an email now on Monday, the 28th of October, as we record this on the 22nd, yep, it's already too late because the episode of The Walking Dead aired yesterday. Oh. So this system is effing The Walkers and Talkers it podcast. It is, because I, I, sometimes I get them and I'm like, oh, why didn't I 
It's sporadic. So I've been assured okay. that the fine folks at iHeartRadio are working on a master plan where soon you will be getting updates as the episodes are posted. Ooh, they should. Which is, you know, 2019, that seems like the thing you should be doing, but they have to make, work out the kinks. Yeah, they need, we need notifications. Right. But if you're a fan of the kinks, the band, you can still make your own iHeartRadio <laughs> channel, listen to the kinks all you want. Okay. Nice plug. Thank you plug for the for the for the mothership. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, we asked you last week to continue to post and tweet and yeah. embed our podcast everywhere you can. So we'd appreciate you spreading the word, especially since the man isn't helping us with these email updates. Yes. So if you got an email update yesterday about an episode we did on Friday, Sorry. there you go. So listen, you should know we do an episode at least before the uh, Walking Dead airs. Yes. But subscribe so when the system is updated. You will then get timely updates. And if you follow us on Twitter, and if you see my tweets from at David Brody, retweeted by the Talking Jamie, uh, and I also tweet from uh, Walkers underscore Talkers, you should know when the episode's up. Yeah, and also thank you for uh, retweeting and commenting on my Walking Dead pumpkin. Yeah, you're, uh, oh, you're uh, dead inside. Yes. Which is also what they called you in high school. Yeah, that's my heart right now. Yeah. Don't open dead inside. Aww. <laughs> You need a new dating service. So you've bumbled, you've tindered. Oh God, I've bumbled, I've coffee and bageled, I've tindered, I've... Is coffee and bagel like a, is it a Jewish dating service? Uh, no, it's just, uh, I've done everything. I even tried like as a J-Date? joke. One time Elvis had me on and they're like, try farmers.com. Right. I farmers actually only. did. Farmers only. Uh, no, you can still look for a farmer. No, 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 dear, it's called farmersonly.com. Oh, well, there's, well, farmersonly.com. You, I don't have to be a farmer. But there was no, no farmers. I understand that. Within like 500. Okay, but I, I didn't mean that that it's only for farmers. I meant it's called farmers only. Oh, is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. I call it farmers.com. But you can even go through my junk mail. Like is farmers emails. isn't farmers.com an insurance company? Farmers and we are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. I don't look know. up farmers.com. So we people, <laughs> right now people are screaming at the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God! I work for farmers. The 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 point of the story is that sorry, it's yeah. gotten so sad that I actually tried the farmers dating app, uh, and there are no. And that's farmers. not to, that's not to say that it's so sad you would date a no, farmer. No, it means like you're going out of your comfort zone. I'm going zone. out of my my. Not a lot of farmers in New York. Geographical distance. Yeah, come um, on, farmers.com. Look okay, it up. okay. I'm. I'm, I'm By the on. way, did you know that New Jersey, where you live, is 75 percent farmland? It's farmersdating.com. Okay. Farmerdates.com. What's farmers.com? All right, I'll look at that up. Okay, as we're talking. Yeah, don't tweet us. We're uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I people are gonna be yelling at me. But this I'm is just why saying. you need more followers. Uh, well, I'm sorry. And dates. I know. Uh. I just heard about an. Uh, it's not new, but it's new to me. Have you heard of Raya? It is farmers insurance. I'm I sorry. told you, so bum, 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 bum. Sorry, it's not the bum, See, bum, bum. I, I, uh, website. <laughs> I know a thing or two because I've surfed the web a time or two. Did you? We checked it, out. But how did you know about farmers only dating? Because the commercial. <laughs> Why does it run? <laughs> it runs during I don't know sporting events and stuff. Does it really? Yeah, it's so I got. It's for people that don't live here. I got in trouble with a with a. At the time, a coworker, because I said farmers work really hard, which they do. Yeah. And they deserve better looking women who sing better than the women in the commercial. Oh my God, you said that. And they got all like, yeah, yeah, objectifying. I go, oh just, God. It was a joke. It's a joke. It's just that when you see the commercial for farmersonly.com, it's these women sitting around a table in what looks to be like a, a Western saloon or like a country and Western bar. And it's not that they're unattractive, but they're all like, they have no personality and like, 
they look sad and depressed. I'm kind of cute and I have a personality, so... FarmersOnly.com They just don't look like the kind of women you'd want to date. So I said, you know, they deserve better. Farmers deserve upbeat, fun women. They get up at three in the morning. I tried to... And I get up at three in the morning and I thought, all right, maybe there's a farmer in upstate New York. That's right. Willing to travel. That's Or you'd be willing to travel. And there is... They ride their tractor down the the big city. No farmers around here. It was literally the the amount of miles between farmers. It was so outrageous. Right. Well, that's because they're farmers. They have farmland. (sighs) I need to move or something. I don't know. This By the way, this is a Walking Dead podcast. I'm so sorry. Just I don't in. even know how this No, it's happens. okay. So, Raya. Have you heard of Raya? <laughs> no. What is that? Raya is a dating service. Spell that. R-A-Y-A. Okay. Don't, don't write it down. When oh. I tell you what it is, you're like, ah. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm not going to You have to be famous to get on. I'm or just have gonna so- cross out what I just wrote oh, yeah. down. That's why you're like, don't write this down. Okay, or you have to be in the entertainment industry and have someone vouch for you. Oh, and can, then once can you're you in, vouch for me, you're more famous. I'm not that. No, <laughs> you are famous. Uh, so yeah, I'm not famous. You I'm can known. Vouch for me. I'm not famous. I'm known. But can I tell you a story? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to tell the same story on the Brooklyn Boys, but I'll tell you that in a minute. I'll tell you the two stories in a second. I'm excited. So, uh, so if somebody sponsors you who's already in Raya, okay. you can get on Raya. Oh. And then that's where, like, you meet rich, rich guys. Oh. Famous, rich, rich guys. Well, and hey. Famous, famous, rich guys. Wow. And famous, famous, rich, rich guys. Oh, so you need someone real powerful to vouch for you. Yeah, but I, I know someone who's in. Oh. I can't, I can't say who they are because rule number one of Fight Club is you can't talk is, about Fight is Club. Is it a man or woman? I'm not going to tell you. Not even that? No, because people will be like, well, how do you know? It doesn't oh, matter how right. I know well, them. Well, that's pretty. Do they, do they, does this person like it? Yes. They're having success? I've met some people. Yeah. But nothing like. I love this person. We're going to get married. Uh, I, no. Okay. No. But that's what you're looking for. Are they creepers like on every other website? They're wealthy, famous creepers. I don't know. So just. I don't know. I'm not looking for, for rich guys. They're with money. I'm not looking for rich guys. Although I'm looking, you know what? Someone was rich at this point. I'm, I got to have some money. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm tired of not being wealthy. Yeah. Tired. Yeah, me too. And I guess doing a Walking Dead podcast, talking about everything but the Walking Dead is not going to make me wealthy. <laughs> no. But I will tell Raya. you, I, I, I had two brushes with fame this week. Oh, oh two. Yeah, I, look, you guys can hit the skip 30 button if you don't want to hear the story. I, I just feel like this is interesting. But, but you yeah. you tell good stories, so don't skip it. Oh, thank you. But you're going to hear it again on the Brooklyn Boys. <laughs> but so, so episode 103 of the Brooklyn Boys, you'll hear the same story. Okay. So I apologize. So, But it's like a crossover. It's like when two NBC shows cross over. Yeah, like, I like crossovers. Okay. So I was picking up a package at FedEx on Friday in relatively my area, a couple of towns over. And you go to the desk and you say, hi, I'm picking up a package for Brody. David okay. Brody, my yeah. name. And they go, all right, so the boxes on the side all have like four letters from your last name, the first four letters. Mm-hmm. Which is, for me, that's like four to five letters. Brode. Brode. Brod. Brode. Brod. And so all the boxes have the letters and the guy's looking, he doesn't see it. Doesn't see it. It's three shelves, top, middle, bottom. Can't find it. Can't find it. Like, oh, it's about this big, and it's not very heavy. And mm-hmm. I ended it with some Pop Dolls. The Pops. Uh, Funko Pops. I know all about those. Right, I so just I, bought a Chris Hardwick one. Uh, yes, but you bought it at the... Uh, I bought it at his show, but he signed it, okay. which is super cool. Right, super cool. You paid $25 for it? Yeah. So I saw him at Comic-Con, uh, and then I saw him somewhere else we were. Oh, I saw him at Comic-Con the next day, mm. and they were like 12, but the not Chris signed. Hardwick yeah, one? and online oh. they were like nine. But right, you well, got thanks. it signed, and he hugged you. He did. He did. We love Chris Hardwick. It's okay. Right. I support him. I like him. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. That's okay. So the guy can't find the box with my Funko Pops. Okay. And some guy in his 20s comes out of the back room. He's just walking by, and he looks at me kind of like, oh. Turns around, doesn't say a word to me, turns to the other guy and says, uh, the package you're looking for is on the top shelf on the left. 
Okay. So, like, how, how does what? he know me or my package? Why does this man know my package? Why does he know your package? <laughs> That's, uh, whoa. Well, whoa. Right, and he knows what my package is. Whoa. Why does this stranger know about my package? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he looks up and he goes, yeah, there's your package. So, I looked at him, I go, how, how, what? He says, it's okay. I listen every day. Love, oh love the show. Oh, my God. So, I thought, well, first of all, he must have put the box to the side, saw my name, and, and figured that must be me. Yeah. And then it's like he was waiting for you to come in. Right. He wanted to talk to you. And he walked out of the back, maybe heard my voice. I don't know. But then remember where the box was. He's like, bam, it's right there. Boom. I'm going to go say hi. Right. Very nice guy, Chris. Thank you, Chris at FedEx. Oh. Very nice. So I head down the road okay. to the mall where I get my hair cut. Okay. Okay. So the woman there for years. I had a 515 appointment. I got there like 517, whatever, a couple minutes, whatever. And I walk in and she has, she's all the way in the back. She has like a private room. Nothing fancy, just that's where her chair is. Yeah. So I walk in the back. They go, oh, you can go back there. She's waiting for you. And there's a little boy, like 10, 11 years old, getting a haircut. And he's not done yet, but he's almost done. So the woman who cuts my hair says, oh, uh, wait like two minutes. Uh, no problem. So I go and sit outside in the mall. There's like chairs outside the, the place where they go. Okay. Where I go. And she comes up to me like five, five minutes later. No big deal. I was on my phone. Didn't matter. And she's, oh, we're ready for you, David. Great. Get my hair I'm cut. I'm so intrigued right now. And so I'm walking towards the back and she says, Oh, I just want to let you know uh, that man at the register just paid for your haircut. I said, what? Oh, yeah, he felt bad keeping you waiting for his little boy to finish. And also, he says he loves your show. He listens every day. Stop it. Look at you, yeah. sir. Oh, my God. So I walked up to him. I said, I'm... You can sponsor me on Raya. Thank you. Raya, Raya. <laughs> Raya, Raya. So I said, I said, excuse me, sir. Do I need to thank you for something? What do you mean? Did you just pay for my haircut? He says, oh, yeah. I felt bad about, uh, you know, your little boy, my little boy keeping you waiting. I said, I waited like two minutes. It was no big deal. I cannot believe that. He said, well, he said, you know what? I also wanted to thank you because you guys make me laugh every morning. And I wanted to, my way of saying thank How you. How nice was that? I said, I, so I, you don't need to pay for my haircut. You just need to say thank you. Yeah. Or just like, like my post on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Or just say, hey, man, hey, like your show. Like ya. You don't owe me a haircut. That's He's pretty like, nope, freaking awesome, It's though. the least I could do. I said, all right. Wow. So I had me a day. And that's a that's a pretty good day. I'm not gonna lie. Then I went home, and my wife and kids acted like I was a I was nothing. I was just a regular person. <laughs> yeah, I get that. At home I was like, too. guys, I'm famous. No, you're not, Dad. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, clean your room. I'm David Brody from Elm Street in the Morning Show. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so I, I, had, I get ignored. At home I had too. my 15 minutes of fame in two different places. Those are pretty freaking cool stories. So yeah, I can't sponsor you, and I'm not famous, but I'm known enough. So thank you. I like it. So that'll be part of the free shit for us segment that we do on the Brooklyn Boys. <laughs> free, that's funny. So yeah, so maybe Rye is your way to go. Meet a nice, uh, famous guy. Yeah. If you are a nice, famous guy listening to this podcast, feel free to sponsor Jamie or date her. Yeah, sponsor me or date me. Um, I'm open to either, so. Yeah, but if you come in Monday morning and I'm like, how's your weekend? And she's like, yeah, I got sponsored. Yeah. Well, would that be better than, oh, I got dated? Uh, Well... Sponsoring gives me more options. Also, new rule, you can't date Jamie if you work anywhere near where we work. You know. Jamie does not like to be anywhere near where anybody she's ever dated is around. No. Right? Is that true? You don't like to, like, see them again? No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't work in this building. No. Be in radio. No. Or work in the neighborhood. No. Or anywhere near she li- where she lives, or, or, or if, eats, or restaurants. I don't or- know what's happening with any ex, because I block them on right. everything. And if you're famous, you have to be famous from something that Jamie doesn't like. So you can't be on The Walking Dead, because then Jamie would see you on television. Oh my God. Bother her. I'll make an exception for The Walking Dead. If yeah. Norman just wants to, just once. 
just once? No, he's with he's with somebody. I can't. Oh. I have morals. Fingers crossed. Maybe it doesn't yeah. work out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Norman Reedus, let's talk about The Walking Dead a little bit. Hey. Hey. What was that? Was like a forty minute conversation? Yes. That was twenty five minutes. Uh, Norman Reedus says he reads Daryl, he plays Daryl as asexual, and he receives emails from fans, or mail from fans, thanking him for it. I always, that's the word I always use when I describe his character. I'm like, he's asexual. Like, you just, he's just Daryl. Uh, they asked him at Paley Fest, where we were not allowed to go. <sighs> yeah, Both of us, so we yeah, didn't go. Yeah, it was one or not. It was one or none. Do you think Daryl, uh, likes Connie or Carol? And he said, I think he likes both for different reasons. The whole shipping thing, I really don't know how to answer it. I'm not supposed to answer it. And I get asked literally every other question. <laughs> I'm not supposed to answer it. <laughs> uh, but in 2014, Robert Kirkman said uh, on Talking Dead that he believes that Daryl's character is asexual. Mm. Now, remember, he didn't create Daryl. No, he did not. Daryl uh, was not in the comics. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, episode three, Ghosts of the Walking Dead. Okay. Great episode. Very, I loved it. Now, there was a little bit of bullshit called from our listeners. Okay. And I want to explain, I'll explain one when we get to that part in the story. But one of them I have to, I'm not going to mention names because it was one of those awkward moments. Okay. So, at the end of the episode, he tweets at walkers underscore talkers. And by the way, this is a Mitt Romney moment. Did you see uh, the Mitt Romney story this week? No. Okay, so former presidential candidate. Definitely know who he is. Former governor of Utah. He led the uh, 2002 Olympics, I believe, in Lake Placid. Or, no, in Utah, Winter Olympics. And, of course, he ran for president uh, against uh, President Obama in his uh, second attempt to be president. Mm-hmm. He lost. Now he's a senator from uh, Utah. He admitted in an article that he has a fake Twitter, a Twitter, that he's a, tw- a, a stalker. Well. That he likes to uh, get his thoughts out with a fake Twitter account. Now, nothing wrong with that. I've admitted to having one, but here's what I don't do. In his rambling, he says, oh yeah, I've got uh, 600, I follow 688 people. And so the the interviewer said, oh, uh, who does your fake account follow? Oh no! So he said, oh, I like to follow a lot of late night talk shows. Oh God, oh God. What an idiot! Right. Oh, now so, he's out. It's out. So the slate.com went and was like, oh, we'll just go to Conan O'Brien's page, look at all his followers, see who has 688 we'll has 688 people they follow, and then who tweets a lot of political things about Mitt Romney. And of course, a Pierre Delecto, uh, how do you not know this, man? It's a huge story. This is hilarious. I probably heard it this morning and I just <laughs> So it out. the account, which he closed, by the way, Pierre Delecto, which means pure joy, I believe, um, was oh tweeting God. against the president, like, you know, anti-Trump stuff, and pro himself. So if, like, someone attacked Mitt Romney's account, oh he would go, and like, you shouldn't be so hard on him. He's a great Why guy. Why would he admit this? Well, he didn't. Well, now he, they said, was, is this your account? They were like, yeah, it's me. He said- But he gave away way too much extra information. Right. You can't oh do that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you, you can't Omission. do Omission. They just, oh, Conan, 688, boom. Yeah, Pierre so, Delecto. Right. I don't know what he was like. He doesn't understand how technology works, apparently. Oh, my God. Why would you just say I follow a lot of people? Don't say I follow yeah. this many people. Like, I don't say- That was a trap. Who do you follow I don't say boo. I don't, like, my fake my fake Twitter, I don't follow me. I didn't even know you had one. I don't one. follow anyone. I, I've talked about it before. I don't follow anyone I know. I don't fo- I don't really follow anybody. Yeah. So don't go looking for an account that follows no one. Just lurk. A billion accounts. You just lurk. <laughs> I, just, I just tweet with things that I feel that I should not tweet from my regular account. We on all occasion. Have those feelings. 
but I don't stick up for myself with it. I go, hey, no. <laughs> you should be nicer to David Brody. He's a great guy. <laughs> Give him a raise. Anyway, so that, that's sorry, I just I, I sidetracked again. We're going to talk about the Walking Dead. That's actually a really funny story. Though. Yeah, it's a funny story. So this person tweeted at the end of the show, I'm calling bullshit because in the scene at the beginning of the show in the town hall, before Michonne is going to give the speech about uh, what's going on, did you notice Connie was talking to other people in town? And she doesn't talk. I'm calling BS. She was talking to other people? I don't even remember seeing her. Yeah. Well, you didn't. So I said, well, that seems weird. Because in real life, the in, character in, is deaf. In real life, she's been on Talking Dead and she's And signed. she's legitimately she deaf. She legit deaf. can't talk. Right. So I don't think she'd forget that and be like, oh, I forgot I was deaf and talk. <laughs> so I backed up the DVR and I watched it. Of course and I'm, you did. I'm sorry, very loyal follower of our show. That is a different black woman with an afro and not Connie. All right, that wasn't crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I, no. I didn't, when you said it, I'm like, I don't remember no. her in the beginning of the episode. Now, if you were Aaron and had uh, plant juice drip in your eyes, you might confuse the two. And a giant spiky ball. Right. But this woman is not Connie. So therefore, if you thought that was Connie, no. It's like when we thought Heath was, but it was a woman. But that was deliberate. Yeah, that was. It's like when uh, Representative uh, Elijah Cummings passed away last week. Mm-hmm. That a lot of news sources put up pictures of John Lewis, who was also a bald, older oh. civil rights representative. Oh, you got a cross-reference. Who looked like they could be like 10th cousins. Like, there's features <laughs> the that are... 10th cousins. Right, like you look at them, they're both bald. You're they're like, both oh, them, okay. Right, they, they both have basically the same chubby face. Oh. They're not the same people. Mm. So, I'm going to file that under the same thing. Not Connie. Yeah, not Connie. Not hashtag because in, in real life, yeah, she's deaf. She for real. So it's real. so not only did this person look, I, I like you very much. You're a good listener uh, of our podcast. But not only did you think that one black woman was a different black woman, but you thought a legitimately deaf woman was talking. talking. That she's been faking all the time. Now he was a good sport about it. He was like, uh, oh, I, oh oops, whoops, oops, it, ha- it happens for right. us. Right. Don't anybody tweet anybody who may have said that. Just it just. We're not uh, making him feel bad. It went by quickly. Yeah. I had the benefit of a DVR and going back and. You, you know. were wound and did slow mo. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and now that we got that out of the way. Okay, we're we're good now. We're on track. We're on track. All right. So, uh, some of this was released as the first two minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. I think on Thursdays they're doing that now, or Friday nights. They're releasing the first two minutes of the following Sunday's Jeez. that Sunday's episode, like the whole the whole first two minutes. Yeah. So I saw this, but it got even worse when you watched it on television. Carol wakes up at six a.m. She takes a pill. I, I was like, "Well, when does she start taking pills? And what right. kind are they?" Another hour. She takes a pill. I'm like, why is she? What kind of pills she popping? She's she's taking a lot. Right. Uh, then we see um, that there's about a dozen walkers approaching. Yeah. Laura. Tatnick. Tatnick. And Gage. Gage is the obnoxious teenager who's still alive. Yeah. Who looks like his hair is blonder now, and now looks like Henry. I was going to say, thank you. Is he another Linz? He did some, no, no, he's, no not. he's not, but he did some move, and I'm like, what are you, trying to be Henry here? Settle down. So he's fighting with a stick, like Henry. Exactly like Henry. And, it kind of uh, bothered me a little bit. And he got really cocky, like he was like some kind of ninja. And he was like, yeah, ha, look at me. I'm killing people with a stick. Yeah, he, with a was, stick. He, needs, he needs to rein it in. Then a larger herd showed up. They call Aaron on the walkies. Mm-hmm. And 
Aaron leads a group there. Uh, that's at hour six. So uh, are we made to believe that Laura and Gage were fighting for hours and then it took hours for Aaron to show up? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the case, at hour six, Aaron showed up. Yes. At Aaron, hour 11, five hours later, Aaron is still fighting walkers on that same area. It looked like they were just, I couldn't tell what the time lapse, like how did how long, how many hours at a time this was happening. Well, it, it kept showing up on the screen. It said hour 11, hour Well. 13, said it right there. Well, sometimes it looked like hour 40, whatever, and it's like, didn't they well, take a nap? Well, that was didn't at the end. Didn't they take a nap? No, no, no naps. That's why people were saying There's shit. walker herds coming. Well, they have enough people. You got to rotate a little bit. All right. It's in a burnout. So hour six to hour 11. I'm going to go with the math on that and say five hours. Okay. Hour 13, Eugene spots a larger herd coming. Good God. And they say they're coming from the border area, and they feel like Alpha is sending waves of walkers. Yeah. Now, how she gets them all to walk in a straight line up the road, I have no idea. Now, obviously, they walk on a road. Excuse me, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But they're walking straight for Alexandria? For how miles? Do they know which way? Yeah, for miles without any sound, like... You know, nothing distracts them to follow them. Nothing distracts them, which I'm going to get to in a minute because I'm going to call bullshit. Because walkers are like shiny, they like shiny objects. They like, they'll go in another direction in any second. Unless a whisperer led them and then like walked off at the last minute. That could very well be. All right. So they're killing them through the fence through and spiking them through the head. So many bodies. Then they show hour 22, more fighting 24, 31, 36, 44 hours. And everyone in in, uh, Alexandria looks shell shocked and exhausted. I was tired watching it. I'm, now, I'm surprised. At this point, I'm thinking, if Alpha's sending all these walkers, and they value them, first of all, as a weapon, but value them as living creatures, or whatever they are, they're basically sacrificing their lives. Oh, yeah. They're killing their pets. Yeah, yeah, they're killing lots of them. Uh, Michonne goes to check on the kids. Uh, Judith says, is it safe? And then before she can answer if it's safe, the walkie goes off, there's more walkers oh, coming. God, Michonne looks beat. Now, here's the thing. When the walkers were coming in to Alexandria years ago. They built that wall up and then they had a curve around to mm-hmm. redirect them. Yeah. And Daryl led them away on a motorcycle. Oh, I remember that. Right? And then, if you remember the walkers in the hotel on Fear the Walking Dead, they made noise. Yep, to get them out. And they walked them out onto the pier and into the ocean. Spoiler, yes. go watch lo- Fear the Walking Dead. I actually Dead. love that scene. That's a good scene. And then, um, on Fear the Walking Dead, they let all the walkers on horseback mm-hmm. out of the gulch. Out of the gulch. Right? When the uh, walkers were on the parkway and oh, they wanted to so cool. bring them to uh, the sanctuary, yeah, they led them. That's very cool. So, with all that said, I'm calling. You can lead them. Does no one remember that bullshit? <laughs> Hashtag. Does no one remember that bullshit? Does no one remember that? How come instead of fighting them? They don't just run up to them and run off to the side and redirect them. Because when they come in spurts, they're far enough away that I'm sorry, it, when they do what? When they come in spurts. Like, sporadic. Spurts. You know. I didn't know walkers could do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Do I? I'm so tired. When they sporadically come from far away, they're far enough away. How far? Oh my God, I knew you were going to say that. Every time I say something, it comes out sexual. I don't mean it to be sexual. And then you do a follow-up, and I try to correct myself, and I dig myself in a deeper hole. (laughs) Okay, like the word hole. Okay, we have to go now. (laughs) 
They see them yeah. walking far right. enough away right. that they could hop on a horse mm-hmm. and lead them somewhere. Right. Okay. I changed by the way I worded that. That's what I'm saying. No words like holes and spurts and come. So that's. <laughs> I just let you go. I, I no, the more you let me go, here. the worse it gets for me. Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning beat your head and I can't stop laughing. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, so 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 they could have led them away, and they don't. All right, thanks for joining us on the <laughs> Walkers and Talkers podcast. I had to get it together. Okay. Okay. Uh, hour forty nine. A massive herd is coming. <laughs> oh Not sure why they don't. Again, I wrote why don't they start a fire or something to draw them away? I don't get it. Yeah, if they started a fire down the road or in a garbage can, they would head toward it or something. I yeah, I don't. Light a car on fire or something. Well, sacrifice someone on the show that's annoying. <sighs> All right, so they clear that herd, and then they see there's another herd about an hour away from the north and two hours away from the south. And they said they made it a point to say the one from two hours away is spread out. Yeah. So they can send a bunch of different groups. Yeah. Uh, at that point, Gamma walks up. She what just a, shows up. She doesn't even care. She has no weapon. She just is like, hey, listen. Yeah. I'm like, jeez. Why they don't put a bullet in, I don't know. No fear. I don't know if they have any bullets left. Although, uh, the question is, why isn't Eugene making bullets? Mm, he he does know how. Yeah, why aren't they making bullets now? If they have the, they don't have the shell casings, go get the shell casings from the from the war. The sanctuary wherever they were seven, building them. That was seven oh, years ago, yeah. but there's got to be bullets laying around, like empty cal- gotta shell. Got to be something. Ca- he, he's smart. He's mm. eugenius. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gamma tells them to go to the north border. Daryl says, "Call off your walkers," and she says, "Not ours." And Daryl says, "I don't believe you," and she says, "They're not ours." She says, "Go to the north border, lay your weapons down, and wait for her." So at that point, were you believing whether they're like who? And she, did you, like her. were you thinking, okay, well, if they're not Alpha's walkers, who are they? Whose are they? At first, I was like, um, bullshit. And then she's like, again, not ours. And even Liddy was like, I don't think it's them. I'm like, oh shit, maybe it's not them. No, I think it's them. Well, it's gonna first of but, all. But then I thought, well, that's too the, the, the coincidence, bullshit. It's not gonna happen. The, the odds of that happening with it not being her. What if it's, okay, what if it's Gamma doing it to earn points? And By it's herself? Not, I mean, I don't know. shit. Now, how I, are they bringing walkers in from the south? That's the part I don't understand. If the Whisperers are in one area, are they running around all the way around to the other side of Alexandria? They must be having this. They, if it is the Whisperers, they have to be splitting up on different sides of the borders to bring in this way. Right. But if you're an if the horde is an hour away in the north, right? Yeah. Okay, that means the whispers are right. They say they're coming from the border. Yeah. But how are they going two hours away? Now the walkers don't walk very fast. No. So maybe it's a half hour away from a person walking. Okay. So they go a half yeah. hour south of Alexandria and release another herd. I don't know. I mean, it's a whatever. If it is them, it's definitely complicated, and it has to take. Coordination. All right. And a lot of planning. All right. So they call a town meeting. Michonne asks Lydia if she thinks this is her mother. And she says, I don't think it is. They asked her why she wants to talk to them. She says, Well, you crossed into their land. You have to answer for that. Like, Oof. dude, you know the rules. That's yeah. what Lydia's like, bitch, you signed that deal. You you know what you, you agreed to. She had a little sass to her voice. Lydia says, That wasn't my mother. If if she wanted you dead, she would have sent the entire horde. Hmm. And then right there, didn't somebody say the trailer that you sent me? 
Somebody Maybe they're trying else. to wear us down. Yes, yeah, somebody said, I feel like as soon I'm blanking, as soon as Lydia said that, I feel like somebody said, well, what if she's doing it on purpose to, okay. wear, to wear us down? That's an interesting thought. That's the next thing I wrote. Carol says, maybe oh, she's trying to wear us down. I knew someone said it. It's almost like you watched it. it. I did watch it, but you sent me a trailer, and I'm like, shit, I saw that Okay, I, we haven't talked about that trailer okay, yet, so right. we're like, what trailer? All right, but yes, okay. All right, Eugene says, uh, uh, maybe the, uh, the satellite and the fire is the reason they're coming. No. Okay, Eugene, you're a bright man. You're a genius. Here's the problem with that theory. The, the satellite landed days ago. And the fire's out. The fire's out. They're coming in waves, and there's no fire. Why would they yeah, still be no, coming? No, that doesn't make sense. So a blonde woman who was with the highwayman? I don't remember her. Uh, me either, and she got all riled up, and I'm like, who are you? Okay, if you remember who the woman is, tweet at- You have permission to tweet At us. walkers underscore talkers. So what's today, Tuesday? Include me at the Talking Jamie so I can answer. At I the can Talking look at Jamie, too. it's fine. You have until Thursday the 24th. I love how you, at how you give them a time 5.19 p.m. <laughs> Well, like a month from now, we don't need oh, you to no, do that. no, no, yeah. By Thursday, That's, enough yeah. people are going to tell us. I don't remember her. But she says... Um, She's like, the highwaymen want justice. I'm like, who's says, this yeah, chick? They put their heads on spikes. They die for us. I'm like, who are you? Uh, Was she banging the highwaymen? They were there like a week. They were there for like, whatever. I mean, she's got like a leather jacket or something. She looked like she might have been like a highway chick. I did like how Michonne shut her shit And shouldn't have been though. the highway people, though? I feel like you joined the highway men. You're a woman. I never saw her before. She was getting all riled up. I don't know. She was stirring the pot. Yeah. She said, I want to hear that we're going to take a dozen people to the border and cut her head off. Damn. Well, not that I don't agree with her. And but... put it on a spike. And then Gage stands oh, up. this idiot. And says, yeah, put your heads on spikes. Dude, you were a punk-ass bitch when you were, fu- you were screwing with Henry. Oh. You, may- you were picking on Henry. Yeah. Sadiq feels a pain in his chest. I thought he was having a freaking heart attack. I did, too. Now, there's a lot of Sadiq theories. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, oh, something on, is on, going on, on. Michonne asks Daryl how many walkers he saw in Alpha's herd, and he says tens of thousands. She says, what's the plan for taking them out? Huh? What's everyone's plan for taking out 10,000 walkers? And Michonne looked that highway chick right in the yeah. face, and she literally finally- What you got, bitch? She goes, it's not rhetorical. Right, you give what me What do answer. you got? And then the woman's finally is like, I don't, have, I don't have anything. Now, the thing about the herd, if they dispersed the herd when they moved- which they did. Did they get 10,000 walkers back? Well, when Daryl said tens of thousands, I was like, was it that many? And how many have come in these waves? Uh, it looked to me when they were a coming thousand? in waves like, I don't know, a few hundred at a time. It didn't. But then if you look at the little timeline, I was like, maybe it is. You're able to tell how many were coming in waves? Well, when they just pan out a smidge, I mean, you don't see how far back they go. So but... when, when they come in waves and they pan out a smidge, you can tell how many there are? No, I can't. It was a guesstimate. I didn't think it was thousands, okay. but maybe it is. All right. Tens of thousands they had, so. All right. Have so, you seen that movie? So Daryl says. Tens of thousands. A smidge coming in waves? You haven't seen that movie? That's not it. Some point, hub. You'll see it. Oh, my God. Goodbye. What? All right. I'm never using that word again. Uh, no one has a plan. So Michelle yeah. says, that's what I thought. I love when she's like, again, when she's yeah. like, this isn't rhetorical. She says, if she sends that horde, this is over. Right now, all she wants to do is talk, so we're going to talk so everyone else needs to focus on what's coming in from the north and the south. Michonne devises a plan that Father Gabriel will watch for the northern wave, and Aaron will try to disperse the southern wave. Then Aaron changes the weapon on his hand to a spiked ball. Damn, that, that fit like, in like a, a glove. It's a mace. Damn. Like a, well, like a glove, he has no hand. That's not nice. Well, I, Why well, would you say that? Oh, well. Why would you say it fits like a glove? Don't make me feel bad. He lost his arm. Well, he did. He has no fingers. No, 
Who made that? that? That's tacky. Fit tight. That's tacky. It's tacky. That's you know what? You're canceled. <laughs> I'm canceled. Uh, Michonne says that leaves us to go to the border, meaning uh, Michonne, Daryl, Carol. And a few uh, randos. And a few uh, Oh, a Tatneck red shirts. and Tatneck. Tatneck, uh, a black guy we never saw before. Yeah, and a, like some woman, I don't know who And she some is. guy with a beard. Yeah. Don't know who those people are. But I figured they were going to die. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that's what I wrote. Those people are going to die. <laughs> Not Tatneck yet. Um, Carol asks if they're really going to go unarmed. Uh, and with that, she goes to her bedroom, gets a handgun with three bullets left, pops another pill. Father Gabriel tells Aaron to his people, he says his people are weak. At this point, what kind of pills did you think she was popping? Hallucinogenics? I don't know. Like, I thought maybe it was caffeine pills or like, well, a, that's what like, it was. A, like a fentermine or something to get her like all I don't know what fentermine is. What is fentermine that? Fentermine is, um, it's, remember it used to be in like Stacker 2. All the athletes would take it to like give them more energy. Oh, yeah, they took those. having heart, heart attack. It's illegal now. You can't. Oh, good. T- well, you can't go into like a GNC and buy Stacker. And neither can Carol. Well, she found him, so... But she was taking a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Father Gabriel tells Aaron that he needs fresh fighters. He should take Negan, who's fresh. Negan walks up to Father Gabriel and says, I, I just as soon stay here and pick tomatoes. I'm just gonna... Then get involved with people. Because as I told you, they're on edge, and I, I don't want to have them point their anger at me. Which, by the way, we're like, yeah, you're being paranoid. But as it turns out in the episode, he wasn't. Uh, no, he was... That was an interesting scene. Yeah. Uh... By the way, I'm sorry, Gabriel, I love you, but your eye is creeping me the fuck it out. It is, It yes. is like, it's getting more creepy per episode. Just like, film it from a different angle, throw an eye patch on right. there. Like, right, go governor, put a patch on that. Go governor and Carl, just put something over that, right. please. Father Gabriel says, you're going. He says, seriously, please let me stay. I want to He's like, I don't want to go with that guy. And Aaron's looking at him like, I want to kill you. Aaron looks like a bull, like, right. r- like with his hooves, like yeah. ready to... Go the father him. Gabriel says, Aaron's a saint, which we know last week he said he's not. He's like, I'm tired of being nice. Yeah. Aaron, you need I love, fighters. I like need, that. Because Aaron, you need <laughs> fighters. Negan can fight. Peanut butter, meat, jelly. You're going. <laughs> I, that scene made me laugh yeah. out loud. Aaron, he's a saint. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut so then, butter, meat, jelly. <laughs> Negan looks at Aaron's weapon on his wrist oh, and shit. says, that's awesome. Good on you for putting that old stump to use. I love Negan. Now Aaron is more mad. Yes. Oh. All right, so the border group heads out towards the border. Aaron and Negan kill off the last bunch of walkers on that hill, the same area they were before with Laura and Gage. Uh, now, here's the thing. They went to take care of a horde of walkers. Mm-hmm. How is it only Negan and Aaron? Do you know what I thought about that? I was like, wait a minute. Every It's just the two of them? I was like, what? For a horde? No, too, too little. Uh, yeah. I know they said they were split up, that the hordes were split up. Yeah, but two guys and Negan with a broomstick. So is the rest of the group that that Aaron went out with at other parts of the horde? They must be. I mean, I, not I enough know. manpower. Uh, Aaron used his hand to kill one of them. He he put his mace through the th- guy's the walker's head. That's what that thing's called. Yeah, yeah. And so, because um, usually it's a mace like on a, on a chain or on a oh, stick. Oh yeah, like in old medieval times. Right. And that so they scary. showed how that was filmed on Talking Dead. When you watch Talking okay, Dead, I will watch. They'll show you that scene. It's pretty cool. Um, Negan picks up a crowbar and, um, and, Aaron and killed one more walker. He's been fighting with a broomstick and Aaron says, put that down. I don't want you to have a weapon. Negan says, this was put here for a reason. I'm trying to make things better. I'm not that guy anymore. Aaron looks behind him and says, three more coming. I'm having a brain loss. Aaron was in the in that lineup, right? Oh, yes, he okay, was. Okay, so yeah. I, I mean... He was off to the right. I get why... 
He was I next get, to Cutlet, so I close to him. I see Negan's point and I see Aaron's point both in this. Aaron was right near near situation. Abraham. Shit. By the way, Abraham's dead. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, Aaron, Aaron looks at him and he says, uh, there's three on your side, go get them. And Negan says, okay, I'm on it, boss. Like, yeah, like, okay. okay. And with the broomstick thing. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, Michonne, Laura, and Carol and some other people are at the border. They drop their weapons and, uh, Carol, Carol has the gun in her, her butt. Did you find it a little odd that through all the storms they had and now it's spring or whatever season it is right now, do you notice Carol on the ground saw Henry's little wooden carved H just still right there? Yeah, you'd think that would move. You'd think that would have been moved or someone would have picked it up. I'm just saying. Just mm-hmm. saw that out of the... I don't remember who it was. They said that was the first time Carol had been to the border. It's not because they no, crossed it in the wintertime. Yeah, because they did cross it. Right, I don't remember time. who that was. I don't know if it was Chris Jericho on Talking Dead. I think he said that. I was like, that's not right. No, that's not right. Not right at all. Um, let's see. Daryl asked Carol if she's all right, and she says, I just need a minute because she's looking at the stick. And she Henry's saw that little was. Henry carved H. For Hilltop, yeah. but it, you know, yeah. also hit yeah. for Henry. She stares at the post, and then go to Eugene and Rosita. They're killing walkers at the fence, and Eugene is acting very protective of Rosita. We'll find yep. out why that was later. Um, oh, yeah, that's awkward. A large herd, or what appears to be a herd of walkers, or a horde, whichever you prefer, starts approaching the border where they're standing, and it's whispers. She's so creepy the way she just slinks up and then stands up and slips her mask off. I'm like, God, she's so creepy. Her body language is her, awesome. That's what it is. She kind of has that scrunched over side thing and then she just stands up and takes it off. I'm like, oh, man. Then uh, she hands someone her face and then she walks towards the group. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Everly's daddy, uh, John Casellas, tweeted us and said, uh, spoiler if you haven't seen the episode, but we had. Uh, but can I call bullshit that Carol was able to get a gunshot off at the border, but none of the walkers behind Alpha were drawn to the sound? I think they were all whispers. Yeah, that's what I said. I think they're all whispers. Because in the nighttime like that, they're not going to play. It's they. I believe they were all whispers. What would be the point of bringing whis- of walkers there? It wouldn't be because someone's going to end up dead because a walker is not has no control. Right. Alpha walks up to them and says, "We had one rule, one law, and you broke it to stay where you were." Michonne says, look, we put the fire out to save their, your land as well. Yeah. Um, she says, so Alpha says, fire burns. That's nature's way. We have no problem with nature. Oh, Michonne says it would have it would have wiped out one of our communities. Surely you can understand that. Michonne says, we only crossed one time. And Alpha says, three times. I'm like, ooh. Michonne looked like. Busted. I know, and she's like, we're always watching. She says, I'm like, shit. Now, I don't know, again, times. where this speech pattern came from because she was a normal person at one point, relatively. She says, during the fire, you walked my land. During the snowstorm, you walked my yeah, land. Yeah, you're right. She used to not speak with And this. on your search with uh, with that man with the metal hand walking down the river, Aaron, you walked my land. Michonne was like, what the fuck? And Michonne's like, what the what? She saw it all. She, saw she it says, all. we are always watching. What I tell you about crossing my border, you have to be punished. No oh, fuck. I was I literally was like, oh my God, someone's gonna die right now. At Brian McAndrew. Okay. He tweeted complete bullshit on Alpha knowing that they crossed the border during the storm. You can't survive out in the open like that during the blizzard. He also, I think somebody else wrote, didn't they leave for the I winter? I was just gonna say, didn't they leave? Okay. They did migrate. All right. So that is a good bullshit. Except what if there's a spy in the survivor camp. 
That's a whisperer? That is giving them information. Oh, my God. And letting them know. That's... That's... What if it was someone whose life was spared? Do you know this? No. Okay. I would not, that, that would be a spoiler. I don't give spoilers. It's a theory. It's a theory going around that somebody whose life was spared by Alpha... Okay. ...who got away without being killed when everyone lost their heads... Sadiq, Jamie, Sadiq. Holy, I, I know. I do you, um, you listen I know. to the podcast? I do. Okay. You watch the show? I do. Oh, my God. What if somebody was That's telling so her up. and said, hey, listen, just want to let you know, we crossed over a couple times. Wait, can I ask just, I, mean, this, I am a little bit tired today, but I have to ask a question. Hmm? When Sadiq was in the barn or whatever, when they were all being beheaded and tied up and all that, and Sadiq saw it, but he did get away, was anyone else in there with him? I'm, I'm forgetting. Yeah, the ten people that got killed. No, besides him. No, it was him and ten people. So he, so he's the only one that. Escaped. Right. Remember, she let him go so he could tell the story. Oh yes, sorry. So there's another theory. Again, I don't know anything. There's a theory that either he promised to report back to her for his life. Well, shit, that makes sense. Or it gets worse. The other oh, theory oh, is because no. we haven't seen proof of otherwise. So we've seen a knife. We've seen Alpha holding the big machete. With mm-hmm. blood. At one point, she says to him, good, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, good. What we haven't seen is who cut their heads off. Oh, fuck. Tell me that he did it. So there's a theory no! that she made him do it as a doctor or as if you kill them, we'll let you live. Well, they're going to die anyway, so you do it maybe to be merciful. Like like you know how to do it so it, right. it hurts less. Like they say with the, you know, a guillotine, it's like... Whoosh. Right. Off. Did he do it after they died? Before they died? We don't know. Well, that makes a sense. The conversation at the end with Dante. What was the com- which part was that? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm yeah. jumping ahead as you say. Because mm-hmm. my brain is now going a mile a minute. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. Okay. Okay. So a bunch of whispers reach for their guns, and she says, But I can see it in context. There will be no bloodshed at this time. That's what she said, remember, at the hilltop? Yeah, there There'll will. There'll be no conflict. There will. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. There'll be no bloodshed at this time. I was like, why is she so calm? I thought she was going to just kill someone right there. Right. So Michonne says, what do you want? I thought she was going to kill one of the, uh, the, the red, red shirts. shirts. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. I'm like, well, here it comes. Again, Three by the times. way, if you don't know what a red shirt is, Google it, referencing to Star Trek. But you listen in order. You've heard our podcast. Yeah. But if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Yeah. Although, if you, aboard. Got, if you got through the first 20 minutes of us talking about anything but The Walking Dead, Yeah, I'm sorry. And farmers. Yeah. Okay, so Michelle says, what do you want? She says, I want land. And she says, I want from here to here and here to here. Basically, Carol. And Carol says, yeah. yeah that's all our hunting ground. F you. Right, we don't have to stand, for the, we don't have to stand here and listen to this. And uh, uh, Michonne, Michonne says, <laughs> quiet! Alpha says to Carol, this what? She like creepily goes over to Carol and she's like, this what? Now, what did you think Carol was going to say? I th- Oh, something, Carol, sometimes I'm like, either she. But she's, what did you think it was she was going to Sometimes she makes really smart choices, and sometimes she's like, fuck it. And she's like, this bullshit. And See, I, I thought she was going to say this crazy bitch. We don't have to oh, listen to this crazy bitch. I thought, because she agreed not to have bloodshed, I thought maybe for this one second that Carol was going to keep her yap shut. This was a Daryl punching Negan moment. Oh, this so was. I'm like, oh, shut up, shut up. Look at the pot. Because then, what happened next? Holy shit. So Carol has an opportunity to catch herself, but then she says, 
this bullshit. I'm like, oh, oh, here we go. Here so we go. Daryl says, that's it. We're out of here. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl's literally like holding her back. Oh, God. And so then uh, Alpha says, no, you're not out of here. This is so fucked up what she said. And then she says to Carol, not until this one lowers her eyes to my feet. In other words, she like, pays respect. Yeah, pay respect to me. She whispers to Carol, you should fear me. And Carol says, I don't. She's like, I look at you and I feel nothing. And Alpha and says- And Alpha snaps right back with something that's really oh, fucked up. Is that right? <laughs> oh, about that. Your grown boy. Oh. He screamed your name right before we took his head. And Carol, you see her twitch like, what the- like, you yeah. saw Carol was shook in that moment, Car- and it, yeah. she... Now, I don't know how anyone reacted to Carol this fast, but Carol pulls out her gun, which I no one knew she had. three times. No one knew she had the gun. No one knew. She pulls out her gun, and before she can shoot her, Michonne knocks her Michonne arm was away. Michonne like, Fasha! And I right. literally, again, rewound it three times, because I was like, how did they... Whoa, she's right. like a ninja. Michonne steps up, and she says, I want to apologize to my friend. Oh, my God. We have not slept, and you know what she lost, meaning her son. Yeah. Which she shouldn't have said. And Alfred looks at her and says, I forgive you, mother to mother. Well, if you understand what it's like to be a mother, why would you go make fun of her? She didn't flinch. Yeah. Alpha. Yeah. She just, and also then I thought, now a red shirt's going to die. And, and still and not. still knows. I thought she was going to Negan Glenn. So now I'm like, oh my God. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Glenn's dead spoiler. Glenn's dead spoiler. So then I thought, okay, this shit is going to, when it does happen, right. she's going to go ham. Because she let a lot go in that scene. And good thing Beta wasn't there because Beta would have pushed her to kill somebody. Oh, yeah, no. Beta, yeah. I can't believe everyone walked away. And here's the thing. This whole thing was to tell Beta, like, no, we're going to let these people know what's going on. Yeah. We're going to put fear back into them. She kind of didn't. No. She let Carol fire a gun at her face. She put anger back in them. Oh, oh, yeah, they're mad. Uh, If if Beta finds out she took a shot at her and didn't do anything, so she lifts up the spikes out of the ground and says, this is my land now. You better run. Oh, God. She's so creepy. She's creepy. Oh. She's very creepy. All right. Uh, next week's episode, God, Bubba, this episode was so good. Yes. Uh, we have a lot more to go. Okay, I know uh, we do. I want to call disappearance bullshit in a second. Okay. Because I don't know what happened to some people. Oh, yeah. We talked about this in the hallway. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> but uh, at first, here's a word from the man directing next week's episode. Hey guys, you're listening to Michael Cudlitz play Abraham Ford, or I did play Abraham Ford in The Walking Dead until I got my brain smashed in. You're listening to Walkers and Talkers with, uh, alright, who's Brody? Who's Jamie? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. Here's the part I want to talk about. Okay. There were seven or eight people at the border, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So at, red shirt. after they ran from Alpha, now we don't know how far that border is from Alexandria, but apparently it's far enough that they can't go back to Alexandria. And I'm like, all right, they're camping out for the night. Why can't they go back to Alexandria? They can fight off whoever's there. I don't know. How far did they have to travel? I don't, I, I don't they know. They were exhausted. I don't know how far, but apparently the border's not so far that they didn't cross it. For, I, but they remember they walked really far, and they, I don't know, it must be far. It, it, plus, they all also haven't really slept in days. All right, so the whole border group is there, right? They show the other people. Daryl, I'm, I'm calling the guy next. I don't know what else to call him. Daryl gives a cup of coffee or a drink. Yeah, like pours him water or something. Pours water to the black guy. Yeah. He's sitting against a tree on the ground. Right. Okay. So Daryl tells Michonne she hasn't been the same since, uh, Carol hasn't been the same since she got off the boat. Right? Because Carol went over to talk to her and Carol says, this is my favorite line. Carol goes over to Michonne like, you okay? And Carol looks at her and goes, the bitch has to die. <laughs> the bitch has she's, to she's die. She's bitch has like, to die. oh God, she's fired up. She's fired up. She's going to be, remember that, just to like throw back for a second, how crazy Carol got when the wolves came in Alexandria, and she oh, yeah. fucking dressed like one. Oh, yeah. Carol, you never know what to expect from this woman. We need that again. She'll either be in a cardigan and bake you cookies, right. or she will, like, burn you alive like the others. Right. Saviors. By the way, my voice text created uh, D-O-W. Dow tells Michelle. Said Dow. Daryl. Dow. Do I have to enunciate to my- Your voice text stinks. No, my, I don't enunciate. It's your accent. It's my accent. <laughs> it's your accent. Dow. Dow. I must be on Dow, like, really fast. I don't know. I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? Oh, this time I referred to him as Terrell. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, he says that she's only the same when she's on. She hasn't been the same since she got off the boat. Maybe she should go back on the boat. And Michonne says, no, she belongs with yeah, us. Yeah, Michonne's like, no, she belongs with us. She's part of right. us. Right. Carol is sitting off by herself. She's checking her gun, and she sees three walkers coming, and then realizes they're whisperers and shoots at them. Now she's down to two bullets. Yeah. No, she's down to one bullet. One. One bullet. And then she tripped and that, fell on her face. I said, what? She fell on the face. Yeah. yeah, that's all I said. Yeah, yeah, okay. I stopped. I said, I know, tripped. I know, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me a look. No, no, no. You guys can't see it, but it was a look. No look. <laughs> no look. Um, Aaron, uh, uh, okay, so Michonne says there were, there were whispers. Everyone split up. Let's capture them. Don't kill them. Back to Aaron and Negan. They're still fighting walkers. One of them gets the best of Negan. He picked up the tire iron and killed one of them. Aaron yells at him and says, hey, what did I say about that? Like, put that down. Yeah. Negan says, didn't you just see that I needed to use it? Um, Aaron says, tie yourself up. We're going back. He says, I'll go back. That's great news, but I'm not tying myself up like, like a, some prisoner of war. Yeah, like some POW. Right. And so, Aaron, this scene, I was sweating because then Aaron's like, yes, you are. And then- Negan then says, or what? He turned the Negan- fa- It was He went into old Negan for a minute. He goes, yeah. Right. Or basically, or what? So Aaron pulls a knife on him and Negan oh. says- you know what I say? What I see? I see a guy who's pretending. Oh, this whole scene. Oh, my God. 
And I was like, big mistake, man. That's old Aaron. This is new crazy Aaron. This is crazy Aaron. This and is- a little bit of old Negan are coming out. He's got the beard. He's got the mace on his hands. This guy's going crazy. He's like, you know what, man? I'm not buying this. And then for some reason, bad strategy, he walks by Aaron with his back turned to him. Uh, and Aaron trips him. <laughs> it was intense and funny. that He goes, did you just trip me? He goes, he goes what are you, 12? Right. I've been putting my head on a block for you people all day. And Aaron says, yeah, you know you haven't. You don't give a damn about us. He says, if, if you give a shit... About anybody here, you'd leave. That's what everybody needs for you to leave. No, no, this is not a good time. Negan says, I did what I had to do back then. Meaning, you know, know, kill Glenn and Abraham. Spoiler, spoiler. Aaron says, what did you say? Uh, As soon as Aaron said, what did you say? I'm like, oh, Oh, get the popcorn, get the popcorn. Fight, fight. fight." (laughs) Uh, He says, tell me why the love of my life had to die. Now, first of all, Negan didn't say that's what he had to do. He said he, he led the saviors and killed... Glenn and Aaron. Yeah. Because that's what he had to do. Glenn he didn't and Abraham. Say, Abraham. Sorry, right. He didn't say anything about killing Eric. No. He didn't kill Eric. A- a- Aaron took it, and you know. Technically, t- t- it was the survivors that went after the the saviors first. Yeah. To As an agreement with Glenn, uh, uh, Gregory at the hilltop. Yeah, true. So, Negan didn't attack them. Now, he may have eventually, if he found out who they were, but he hadn't yet. They this had conversation to- was just not going to end well. So Negan says one simple fact that those people going, uh, that you know people need to know. If you don't protect what belongs to you, sooner or later it belongs to someone else. Your wallet, your house, everything. He's it's like, your this is job, right? It's your job as a man to protect it. It's the story of America. It's the story of the whole goddamn world. Nobody can change that. And Aaron says, "Are you saying Eric's death was my fault?" Oh boy, oh boy. And Negan doesn't say a word. I think I stopped breathing at this point. It was, I was it's rough. It was so intense. Aaron says, if I failed Eric, then you failed your wife because she died hating you and you'll never snap, see her again. Snap, right. I was like, oh, this is the part I think I literally stopped breathing because yeah. I'm like, He's oh, like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. he just brought up Lucille. You're going to die. Yeah, oh, shit. your wife oh, died shit. of cancer, not the bat. Oh, my God. Right. They stare I'm each sweating. other down and Aaron says, do you want to say something? Oh, my God. So Negan looks at him for a few seconds and says, yeah. Aaron's never talked to anyone like this. Yeah. He says, yeah. Behind you. (laughs) Right at that moment. Uh, Two walkers jump Aaron. He kills one, and the other one is right on top of him. Okay, by the way, I thought they were eating his neck. It did look like they were on him. And it sounded like it. I'm like, oh, he's dead. I was like, oh, they're going to He was right about to bite him, and he got his knife out of his hand, and he stabbed him in the head. I thought he had already taken a chunk out. But some kind of ooze, which by the way came out as booze. Like some kind of booze. Was it Chambord? Did Chambord strips in his eyes? First, I didn't know what happened. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, the oozy stuff from the from the walker. No, I know, but then, well, we'll talk. Yeah. All right. So he can't see. Of course, Negan is gone. Well, that's what happened. He stood up, and I thought, what the hell? He can't see now. What what the hell happened? Right. Uh, back to Michonne, Daryl, and Carol. They don't find the whispers. Uh, Michonne asks Carol if she's sure she saw them. She says, Carol, how long have you been taking those pills for? And Carol gets defensive and points out that they can't stay here all night. We need to find some place to stay. Also, she's going through them so fast. Like, how many more does she think she has? So I get that they can't stay out there all night, but where are the other people? Where are the red shirts? They we didn't, saw one red shirt. They didn't say you guys go back to Alexandria because they just said we can't go back. We got to find someplace to stay. Where's Tatnik? How do you just write them off? How come the actors don't say to Angela Kang, hey, what what are we doing? Well, we were in the scene, but uh, where now we we're go? just gone. Were they all like taking a dump? In the are woods? they still looking for the whispers? Where'd they go? 
don't... Are we going to find them dead? That is dis... Well, no, because they didn't act like, oh, we're missing four people. Yeah, it doesn't make any... Okay, I, I can't. Okay. I was a little confused with that. I was like, where, did, right. where is everybody Okay, else? they find yet another school. Yeah. Now, this is... Okay, so Michonne found that school years ago. Yeah. Where she had to kill the kids. Spoilers, oh, kill the kids. Yes, yeah. There was the school where they ate Bob's leg. Tainted meat? Right, which may be the same place. I think it's the same school. But I don't think this is the same God, school. God, good memory you have. So yeah, I think that was the point. With it. It's like, oh, that's the school where they, Bob and the Whispers... God. Not the... the um. The scavengers, the, uh, the termites, Termi- termites, termites. Yeah, the termites. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just made up a word. I don't know what that word was. What? I meant. Ter- I said terminants. That's not a word. Well, it was terminus people. I meant it was like a cross between termites and terminus. In my that came out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I meant. Right. You never know what's gonna come out. <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So Carol hears a walker in an empty room. It's that walker that looked dead. But it looked like a like, teenager, like thin arms and yeah. thin hands, right? And as she's walking away, she hears mom. Yeah. Right? And then she, uh, well, she hasn't happened yet. I'm jumping ahead. But this is the scene we saw last week on Talking Dead. Oh, that you said, yeah. Right, right. She finds a home economics book. How great was this? Uh, yeah. She looks at the cover of the book, and it's a woman making dinner for her family. I know. Then she looks at it again. She's the mother. And then at the table with their next slit, Lizzie, Mika, Henry, and Sophia. That's crazy. And Sam. That's... All of the kids that she's mothered, dead. They're all dead now. All dead. Maybe mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. shouldn't be a mom. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she walks into that room. She hears the thing say, Mom. She turns back around, and she sees Henry in the doorway. So she's losing her mind. Oh, no, she's snapping. Snapping. Uh, Daryl uh, is talking to Carol all of a sudden. Like, where's Carol's back where she was. And... um. She takes another pill. Daryl sees her take it. Man, she's. I mean, she has a lot of a lot of those. Daryl tells Carol a story about his father, who was a trucker. By the way, we didn't know anything about Daryl's family. No history. Well, oh, when I heard this, I was like, oh yeah, more Daryl history. I was like, oh, he's telling Merle stories. I'm like, yeah, backstory. Right. So he's taught. He tells Carol about he was uh, his father was driving one night as a trucker, and a girl stepped in front of the truck, slammed on his brakes, but he, he was sure he hit her. He called the police. They couldn't find a girl. No blood. No dents, no damage to the truck. Right here, I'm like, uh, name of the episode. Ghosts. Yes. He didn't sleep very well. He stayed up for 24 hours uh, constantly before he drove. You stay up that long, you start seeing things. Carol says, I'm not a meth-snorting truck driver like your father. I was like, oh, damn. Right. She's like, I'm not a meth-snorting like your uh, father. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you better rein that shit in, Carol. I was like, that was really not nice. (laughs) Uh, Her alarm timer egg goes off again. She takes another pill. Um, back to Aaron. He's wandering around the woods, barely able to see. Somehow he finds a house. Did you know what this blindness was at first? Because um, I didn't have a clue until they, later. Yeah, it was. You could see the dripping of the. Walker. Oh, I must have. I think I must have missed. And that. I just figured like Father Gabriel got the eye thing, so oh, I was yeah. like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> You're uh, like whatever. So he finds a house. He walks in. I don't know how he found the house in a forest. Mm-hmm. He went the same direction as Negan. Uh, he finds house, walks in. Negan is sitting quietly in the corner. That was creepy as hell because Negan did not let him right. know that he was in the house. Aaron is clunking around, making a lot of noise, flashing a light. He's um, doing everything he shouldn't. He's like banging around, right. making noise. He using doesn't know if there's a walker in the house. He or doesn't. He tries to block the door because he hears walkers coming. Uh, Somehow the walkers knew to go to the door. Well, he was banging against it. Yeah, but the second he went to the door, they were pushing on it. 
Well, because he was making so much noise in the house, I think they just kind of... I didn't ask why the walkers were attracted to the house. How did the walkers know where the door was? Well, that's true. How'd they get up the steps? Uh, they can go up one or two steps. Yeah. They've gone up and down steps. I'm calling door bullshit. Door bullshit. Convenience door bullshit. Uh, no, I'm calling 97 out of 100 cent door bullshit. Wow. Because you that's... could, you could like, aim at the door. Like, the door was blatant. Yeah. But they went up on the porch and hit the door. Yeah, they could have hit any other part of the porch. Exactly. Um... One of them falls on Aaron, and Negan kills both of them with the crowbar, which good thing he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the scene that we talked about last week, where they kept showing Negan with a crowbar, and yeah, and Aaron was bloody, and yeah, like, like, it made it look like he beat up Aaron. He didn't. No, Aaron calls out Negan's name, assuming he's about to kill him too, and Negan says, "You all right, man?" Aaron asks, uh, "How did you know I was here?" And Negan says, "Well, you switched the light on, um, which is a lie." Because he was sitting there the whole time. Yeah, he was. So he's trying to make it like, he oh, never, I heard you. Yeah, he I never came. knew he was sitting in the corner the whole time like a creep. Yeah. Negan says that was hogweed growing out of the walkers. It causes temporary, sometimes permanent blindness. He said, did you wash your eyes out? He says, yes, I did. Uh, he gives him water to drink, helps him up. Man, he was thirsty. He puts him in bed and he heads to the door to leave. Aaron says, where are you going? He says, I'm going to take watch. He's like, I'm just going to stand here and take watch. I was like, damn, he's stepping up and, yeah. being, and he's being a good guy. He says, we'll leave first thing in the morning if that's okay with you. If he's like, not on Aaron's good side now. Well, I mean, the guy still bashed a couple of brains in in front of him, you know. Yeah. It's hard to forgive that even well, eight years later. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but he did save his ass. All right, Carol, for some reason, decides to go for a walk in the school. Um, then I started thinking, is it the same school or building then it's probably not where Alpha and Beta met. I'm like, no, it's not the same. Mm, uh, it's not. Probably not. It's not. No. It's not. Uh, Carol looks into a room and sees a trail of, let's see, okay, trail of, yeah, okay. This is where she sees the, uh, she hears mom and she turns around and it's. It's like, it looks like Henry. It looks like Henry, the yeah. Door. Um, then she sees a woman about to stab her with a knife. Right? Look, I thought it was Gamma. Was it? Well, it, no, but it looked like at first I was like, I thought it might be. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a whisper. Whisper stabbing her. Then she's back in that same spot where she was sleeping. Yeah, and I'm like, what is happening? What is yeah? Uh, poor uh, poor Lonnie, our, our listener Lonnie, was like, I'm so confused. I I tried to explain to him which were the dream scenes and which weren't. Yeah. So, um, and Daryl's like, where have you been? <laughs> we're gonna get to that in a minute because Daryl's mind. Well, our minds got blown uh, on what's gonna happen. Yeah. So. We'll talk about that. Uh, let's listen to, to our friend Dan Fogler, who um, looks like he plays a big role in next episode, Fighting Outside Hilltop. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan Fogler, Luke, on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. So like you said, Daryl's talking to Carol like, where have you been? You've been gone for a half hour. Yeah. And she's like, wait. She said, I'm fine. I've been here. Like, what? Yeah. She said, I'm not like your dad seeing ghosts. Daryl says, what are you talking about? She, she's like, like your dad. He was a trucker. He goes, my that, dad wasn't a trucker. Yeah, he goes, you know, you told me that story about that girl? He goes, what are you talking about? My dad wasn't a trucker. And I'm like, what? So that whole story was her imagination. She fantasized, dreamt the whole story. That's crazy. So we still know nothing about Daryl's father. No, we don't. So that backstory was fake. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> uh, she has one pill left and she takes it, uh, even though Daryl told her not to. Whatever so that shit is. If she's got she's one more hour of being she's awake. She's going to have withdrawals. She has one more hour of trying to stay awake. Um, and uh, oh, she anyway, she for some reason walks away again. She goes into the school gymnasium and sees a whisperer. Yeah. Or she thinks. So, right. Yeah. We don't know what she's seeing. Uh, she steps on glass. So that now they've shown you this glass there. That yeah. was important. And then uh, she steps on a noose. Uh, what looks like a noose or a loop, a lasso. And it's a trap. And it pulls her ankle. Right up. And she's hanging upside down by her feet. At this point, I'm like, is this happening? I, I didn't know. I thought no. Now, she talked about this on Talking Dead. A stunt woman was pulled up. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be pulled But then up. they replaced the stunt woman with her. She really had to hang upside down. That I could say, but I wouldn't want to be like, have to go through that motion of going. Whoop. Right. So a whisperer approaches. She stabs at it with her knife. And the whisperer sort well, of like. Well, first she shot with a gun. Now we're out of bullets, apparently. Uh, no, she didn't shoot the gun yet. Yeah, she shot him nope. upside down. Nope, not yet. No, oh. no. she's stabbing at it, and uh, it, oh, yeah, it ducked you're right. away. No, you're all right. And it sort of it sort of backed away, right? It, so then she she's fighting the actual walkers, yeah. and killing them upside down. Um, and she shot into the crowd. She shot at what she thought was a whisperer. It was a waste. Right. Well, we don't know. We don't see what happened. Well, we think it's a waste. She pulls herself up, cuts herself down from the rope, and kills everybody else in there. Yeah. I guess they were all. I guess they're all walkers. Uh, if there were any other whisperers, they're gone. There's no whisperers well, you know, there. They would be running out. Because they would have attacked her better yeah, than- No, the... they would have. They would have killed her. Now, when she fell, she obviously fell on glass, because we're going to see where glass yeah. is on later. Uh, Daryl and Michonne finally show up, because she was screaming for Daryl when she was upside down. But they didn't show up for a long enough period of time that she was able to wipe out the whole room. Um, so is that real? Well, here's the thing. At that point- Because I walked in, I'm like, and I was like, oh, damn, they don't, there's a lot right, of Right, so at that point, we didn't know- if those bodies were there, right? Yeah. If the dead walkers were there, if that whole scene was imagined, we didn't know anything at Maybe that point. Maybe they were in the room, Carol and, uh, sorry, Michonne and Daryl, but then she's seeing bodies, but they don't. Right. So we don't know what's going on, what's real or not. Daryl and Michonne get Carol to Sadiq because she's got the glass in her arm. 
Um, Sadiq is trembling at the sight of the blood, and he's having whisperer flashbacks. His eyes are like beet red. And Dante says, I'll take care of it. Good thing they have another doctor. Dante's like, you clamp, I'll go in there. I want to know where the hell he came from. And his clean white coat. Uh, Next day, uh, Aaron wakes up, and Negan says, are you okay? Can you see? Let's go. So obviously they're still talking. Yeah. Now this is the saddest scene. Uh, Eugene and Rosita are- Oh are, uh, my God. My heart broke. They they just killed thousands of walkers. They're exhausted in Rosita's house. Mm. Eugene is asking about the baby. And uh, she says it's with Rosita, if the, uh, with Barbara rather, if that's okay with you. And Eugene says, well, yeah. He says, I, you know, just saying the baby needs her mama. You know, I'm glad we were able to protect you. And, and like implying that he protected her out there. She says, you kidding me? I taught you how to fight. Well, she got she got a little nasty with him. She's on. Oh, by the way, you're not the baby's father, and nothing will ever happen between us. She's like, get it through your head. Right. We will never happen. Oh, yeah. she was so mean. Now Eugene says, when people are drunk or drunk tired, like they are now, it's like truth serum. It's like truth serum. Like when you drink truth so serum. So you're clearly upset, which means you obviously are serious now. So the fact that you're saying there will never be us in this state really sunk in with him that right. there will never be an us. Right. So she says, I've been trying to tell you that, but, but you don't listen. He says, I realized it was never anything. There never was anything. I realize that now. And Rosita says, so you're saying our friendship is nothing? So this is the tough part. Oh. He says, forgive me, but our entire friendship was based on me hoping that someday you would rezone me from friendship into love town. When he said that, I'm like, oh, God, don't say love town. That's such an Abraham thing to say. Oh, love town. He goes, what kind of friend is that? So he's been friends with her all this time. Protecting her and being there for her. To try to to get a relationship. Trying to not be friend zoned. Yeah, watching her have sex with Abraham. Oof. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michelle goes over to Sadiq and says, are you okay? And he clearly isn't. So she walks away. Like, all right, you're not okay? I'm leaving. Dante comes over. He brings a couple of glasses of water or gin or vodka, whatever. Oh, I thought it was moonshine or something. Yeah, whatever it is. He talks about how, uh, he goes, he tells him about a field medic, a, a good-looking field medic. An Adonis-looking cat. He says, I, he goes, I was a field medic in uh, combat in Iraq, Iraq. Let me tell you about a guy, a broad-shouldered guy who never, who never broke, never cracked. But at one point, he lost his squad. He blamed himself. He had shakes. He was in and out of the hospital. He was a mess. Yeah. He goes, that man was me. He goes, really? Broad-shouldered Adonis? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, now, here's a question I had. So now, you like, Dante seems like a good guy. Yeah, I mean, he definitely in that moment was trying to sincerely right. help Sadiq. The, now, correct me if I'm wrong. The saviors in season seven mm-hmm. took everything of value out of Alexandria. All the beds, all of the oh, valuable yeah, things. yeah, they piled up the mattresses. And then later in season eight, they burned down half of Alexandria. Yeah, they did. But now, Alexandria, all the houses are really nice. They're all furnished. They have a hospital They have again. pianos and like all kinds of things. Uh, Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Where'd they get all the beds from? Did they go bed hunting and shopping? I don't know. Maybe they just grabbed them from... Now, I know Alexandria is supposed to be relatively big, and maybe they only stole some of the beds? Maybe, well, it was a huge-ass community, so Remember, maybe they, bur- just like they a, burned the beds. It was a little... Yeah, they did. That was, was a, a real was a dick prick, move. dick move. <laughs> yeah. So I was just wondering about that. Um, Carol, by the way, it says Kyle on my paper. Carol Your wakes phone. up well-rested from uh, from bed, walks into the kitchen, and Daryl's cooking breakfast for her. She says, I think we need more jam. He goes, here's some money. Go to the store. 
So she says, well, you think they're still open? And looks at her watch and there's no hands on the watch, like the clock that she was dreaming yeah. about. There was no hands on the clock. And Henry's at the table. And Henry's eating dinner. He's eating breakfast, rather. She then wakes up for real and she's out of pills, thank God. <laughs> now, people are asking online, does that mean her fantasy is to be married to Daryl and have Henry back? Uh, and Angela Kang said, no, sometimes don't interpret directly. She said, that's just her perfect, that she wishes she had a normal life, but not necessarily with And Darryl. she's closest with Daryl, so. Right, exactly. Like, she'd be the most comfortable. Yep. Kind of looks semi-romantical, like, oh, you're making yes. like this we, we're, at, we're out of jam. Uh, she walks into the other room, Michonne is there. Michonne not says, how is, your ru- how is your wound? She says, it hurts. She says, but then again, being back here hurts, meaning off the boat. Yeah. Um, she tells her, she, uh, you shouldn't have stopped me from shooting her. Michonne says there were seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. There were seven of us out there. I had to think of everyone. She then says, I didn't, she says, uh, I did see those whispers, uh, Carol. And Michonne says, only you did. Mm. Michonne, uh, Michonne goes back to her room and Judith is there and she says, is it safe yet? And they're like, she, they all get in the bed. Now. RJ and they're all three of them are in there. By the way, RJ's so cute, but totally fake sleeping. Oh, yeah. He was, like, smiling. Right. He was, like, had his eyes closed. He was, like, fake sleep. Yeah, you caught that? I thought that was cute. Uh, Carol tells Daryl that Michonne doesn't believe her. By the way, Daryl was smoking again. Yeah, what was that? What was that? Come on, man. It's not good for you. I know you're in a zombie apocalypse. It wasn't even his regular cigarettes. It was some weird Some piece of, it was all. And what is he going to get? We'll go to the store? disgusting. Um, She asks Daryl if he believes her, and he says yes, but not, like, really convincing. Uh, I don't believe that he believed her. Carol starts thinking about what happened in the gym. Like, she looks off in the distance and she's reminiscing, like, did I see what I think I saw? Did I? Yeah. So then we see the gym. All the walkers are laying on the ground, bleeding from their heads. There are droplets of blood that lead to a walker laying outside. Creepy AF. Whose eyes open, and it's clearly a whisperer covered in blood. Uh, yeah. And it looked like the whisperer just died at that point. So does that mean- Oh, you think they- Oh, I thought they woke up. Um, well, if they- Either way, it was a whisperer. Oh, for sure it was a whisperer. And Carol shot it. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that she saw the three whispers in the woods, but it does mean there was a whisper in the school. Now, here's the thing. That school was on our, no, meaning our, the survivor's property. Yeah. So that whisper was on their, our their land. land. Yeah. So are they spying? It sounds like- Or our- more importantly, is the person she shot a survivor? In other words, oh. they put the whisperer mask on so as not to be identified. But Ooh. is there someone who's a whisperer living? Because there's a lot of people we don't recognize. Um, there is. That's, uh... So does someone show up at camp having been shot or go back to the whispers? But that person, if they're not dead, or if somebody finds them and pulls the mask off, may be a spy. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, well, it's definitely a whisperer. And I thought they woke up. I didn't know that if that person was dead, mm-hmm. but... Uh, scenes from next week. Michonne is escorting a horse-drawn, the horse-drawn car with uh, Judith and a bunch of other people. I love that, by the way. There's a meeting by the windmill of the female highwaymen, some muscular guy, Gage, um, and uh, a bunch of other people. And Gage puts on a potato sack on his head like he's a, he's a whisperer. And then there's a voiceover that says, those people took their land and killed our friends. Weren't they so, bullying Lydia? They were bullying yeah. Lydia at some point. Uh, then you see on the door, it says, silence the whispers. So people are getting upset now about the whispers, and they want to do something about it. Well, yeah. People are pointing fingers at Lydia, saying like she's an outcast. She says to, da- I think, Daryl, I'm not going to smile and take it. Then she has like blood on her finger, and she looks like she's threatening the school teacher. Yeah, that was weird. 
What is happening? Then at the hilltop, um, it looks like there's a herd of walkers attacking the hilltop. Yeah. Uh, and and it looks like, like a horde got sent there. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the only people outside fighting are, because there's another scene, which we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Uh, well, we'll jump ahead. The scene that they show at the end of Talking Dead mm-hmm. is a scene of Yumiko's group, uh, uh, Magna's group, Magna, yeah. Yumiko, and Luke, Luke. and Connie, and, and Kelly. And, yep. But nobody else outside Hilltop fighting off a walker herd. And you think... I keep when I call her Angel, that's her real life name. Kelly's gonna die. Eventually, I yeah. think she is, but yeah. we'll see. Um, and so, uh, so Dan Fogler, who I just played, looks like he plays a prominent role, and they're fighting. They're wearing his. Blazer. I still think at some point someone has to die soon. Somebody will. That's what I'm saying. The third trailer was released today. Michonne's talking to Judith, which is what you kept referencing. Yes. She says, um, Michonne says, some bullies you can put up with, some you have to fight, and Judith says, you know. When we want RJ to sleep, we let him run around until he's tired and puts himself to sleep. What if the Whisperers keep sending walkers so we'll be tired and they'll have the upper hand? Now, Boom, Carol said that earlier. Right. Now, if Michonne is like, oh my God, that's it. That makes sense. That makes total freaking sense. Why didn't you listen when Carol said it? Now, I know they shoot scenes, scenes out of order. Yeah, but when Carol said it, I was like, hello, But that Michonne is in both of those scenes. Wouldn't she remember hearing that twice? Well, like me, I have my light bulb went off and I was like, I heard that before. Yeah, you're right. If Carol's, if uh, Michonne heard that before in that room. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there. If they make a big deal that Judith came up with this idea, I'm like, no, Carol did. That's what I said. I walked in the room and I said, I know, I couldn't remember at the exact moment, but right. I'm like, I know someone said that right in the right. beginning. It was right after uh, Not Connie was talking. Yes, yes. Okay. So if they, if they act like, because I think the... Uh, trailer was called Judith Cracks the Whisperer's Plan. It's right. Like, but Carol did but it. But no. Yeah, it's like it's like Columbus discovering America. There were already people here. Carol did. Right? Earlier. He discovered America, but there were people living here already, so you yeah. didn't really discover it. Plus, he ended up in the Bahamas. He never really set foot here in America. Mm-hmm. But they still give him credit. Yeah. All right. Um, Talking Dead, Angela Kang, Chris Jericho, the wrestler, Melissa McBride and Ross McQuall with that via satellite. Angela Kang says she knows how the Whisperers know they crossed into their land three times. She said there's constant surveillance, but I can't tell you that yet. Damn, I love the Sadiq theory. So they're going to explain. The Sadiq theory is fucking me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a poll. Do you oh. think um, Carol was right to take the shot at Alpha? What do you think? Part of me wants to say 100% yes because what she did, but no because what Michonne said, there's seven other people here. So if she did mm-hmm. that, all the other whispers had weapons, so they could have wiped out all seven people right. at the same time. So the right, the moral answer is in that with the other people involved, no. 84% said yes, but I feel like they're emotional. Chris yeah. Jericho- Well, yes. Like my first part of my answer. Yeah. yeah the, the bitch needs to die. Right. Bitch needs to die. But you also have all these other people. Chris Jericho says, I would have shot her- She's the leader, and the rest of them wouldn't have known what to do. Like, they might have been like, oh, we don't have a leader now. I thought that, too. I'm like, but it looked like when that happened, that all the whispers were drawing weapons, but it didn't look like they had guns, so. So a couple of them did. A couple of them pulled guns out. That, but we, that we, but our guys really, had weapons also. Yeah, yeah. That would have not ended so well. Right. Uh, the In Memoriam was funny, but it ended with this message on the screen. Oh, I love the message. The only thing Carol needs more than a good night's sleep is for the group to believe her. 
Hashtag believe Carol. Oh my God. So they should believe her because there were walkers among them. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carol says she's looking forward to the scene with uh, Alpha. It's the first time uh, we worked. She was looking forward to it. It's the first time we worked together. She said, I was watching her prepare for the scene, getting into character, and I was amazed with what an amazing performance yeah. she's given. And I had to remind myself, I have to get into the scene now. Yeah. I was just enjoying her movements. Just watching her. So much. And then uh, in, on the show last night, uh, Sunday night, Carol was wearing an alpha shirt. <laughs> That's actually really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ross Marquand. Mahon. Thinks that Negan may have only saved him because had he let him die or killed him, he would have faced serious consequences from the people. At oh, yeah. His ass Alexandria. would be grass. Uh, uh, Angela Kang says nothing specific about Maggie's return, hmm. uh, but she'll play a big role when she returns. We know what's happening. The woman who asked a question from the audience asked if Carol is dreaming about being with Daryl, and Angela said no. What is what I said before? Yeah, like don't read too much don't into it. Don't read too much it. into it. Uh, and then they gave her the Ross Marquand fake arm the, the, with the mace. Oh. It looked wow. plastic, but it still but looked still, pretty cool. still, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, next week, the scene for next week, as I said, it looked like a giant tree was cut down and it crashed into the fence and damaged the fence at Hilltop. Mm-hmm. And Angela Kang says, well, I bet you there were whispers involved well, with that. maybe. So they are attacking. Yeah. So there you go. They're pissed. Of course, they're, everybody's pissed. Yeah. I thought the episode Although she was said there'd be no consequence, there'd be no bloodshed. amazing. It was good. I'm who excited. directed it? Do we, do we know? I do not know. Uh, yeah, I know who wrote it. It was the new guy who wrote it. Okay. But, oh, um, they said on Talking Dead who, who directed it. I'll have to look. But next week is, uh, I think next week is uh, Cutlets? Cutlets. That's pretty cool. But this week, uh, maybe this week was Cutlets? I don't know. Go watch Talking Dead. They say who it was. Yes. Okay. All right. Regardless, <laughs> you've said enough, have you said enough dirty words today? Uh, yeah, my God. Uh, I need to. Uh... Yeah, you do. Yeah, I need a moment. I need to time out. All right. So, so it's, then it's definitely time. What time is it? It is time, time to, to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 